pour up if it's wind down time or grab a nice coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need, make sure you have a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Thirsty for Therapy. I am Courtney, I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you could be here with me today. Happy Tuesday as always. I hope your weekends have been wonderful and I hope your week started off even better. Mine has been eventful. I got out this weekend and did some fun things. Um that I really can't remember what I did, which is why I said fun things, because I don't know what I did. But I wasn't in the house. I did work straight through the entire week. So I didn't really have an off day last week, but it's cool. Sometimes you got to take one for the team. <laughs> so that's what I did. And um, hopefully this week I get a little bit more time to rest. I did start working out yesterday. Um, I started that back up and let me tell you something, just, just make sure you stretch before and after because I feel it. I'm not really much of a hardcore gym girly, not even going to front like that, but just the art of having my body slightly back active kind of threw my whole day off yesterday. It just made me feel like yuck, not yuck, but just like. I really just made myself go in here and do this. And every day gets easier. <clears throat> For some people I know, harder than others when they're not as active. Every day does get easier. But I'm going to try every other day. Because every day right now, starting off, just sounds like I'm lying to myself. So I'm not even going to play my face like that. But that was that. And also, I've calculated my actual graduation date. So... Until then, it's just up in the air. It's basically just the countdown until we get there. So that's that. And we actually had... The graduations actually started yesterday. So I'm just going to hang on tight. Honestly, for me to be positive, the way I think about it is... I'd rather go ahead and finish up these last two months than start these eight over. Or six, whatever it was. It feels like freaking eight. I've been in school since October, so I think it is eight. Yeah. So I think about it like, would you rather start over completely or would you just rather knock out these last two months? And I will definitely take these last two months for 500, please. <laughs> so that's that's dead. And um, that's pretty much it for catch up. Really haven't been doing anything different other than same old, same old. Just trying to get through. Um, I did, starting off today's topic... With this, I did deactivate my main page on Instagram. And not so I can play Miss Mysterious like the other kids do. But just because I feel like it's too much being filtered in right now. And one thing about life when you're juggling school, work, and paying bills, and being an adult. Put that all under one umbrella. You can't silence the things that are going to be constant and that are not going to stop. And those things are bills. Those things are school. Those things are work. You can't you can't silence those things. It's uncontrollable. You have to answer to someone. You have to pay something. You have to be present somewhere. But with socials, you can. You can silence socials. You can block out. You can't ignore 
you can do everything you can control everything there because that's that's you and i've always said like well i don't want to deactivate my page because i have to run a business and i have to advertise this podcast like i i need to reach and there's other ways to reach other than to filter in somewhere you don't want to and not saying that my personal is just so chaotic and I'm just looking at so many crazy things because I've definitely got down those followers to 300. But it's still too much. It's still it's still too loud. The world is spinning right now for me. And if I don't have to filter in extra bullshit or see things that trigger me, then why? For how long? I don't know. I took a hiatus on Twitter for like nine months. And that was a good cleanse. But Twitter's a little bit less chaotic than Instagram but I just feel like in my opinion I just feel like um I needed to silence some noise and that's the only place where I can where it doesn't take away from my productivity so yeah your girl's gonna be off of there for a while because that's just it's just doing too much for me right now and I will be present in every other area that's important school work and some extracurricular activities that make me feel <laughs> and that's this like I always think about um why I love my podcast so much and it doesn't matter whether I have two listeners or 200 1200 a I'm reaching someone and b I'm releasing for myself I don't go to therapy anymore I feel like everyone should go to therapy everyone needs therapy everyone needs therapy but I don't have the luxury of being in therapy right now or the time. So this is it. <laughs> you got to find ways to release. That doesn't mean drug addiction all the time. That doesn't mean partying your life away on Saturday night because tomorrow will be Sunday. The next day is Monday. Now what? It means finding a way to release in a healthy way. And for me, that has been this. And so I put my focus on things that just make me feel better and block out everything that takes away from that. So yeah, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into today's topic. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I start a lot of sentences what I feel like. I'm just kidding. In this day and age, it's so hard to find... It's so hard to be around people who don't become draining. And that can go for family members, friends, relationships, anything over time. And I don't think people who are actually considered draining realize they're becoming draining. But one of the things that I've had to accept in the past two years is sometimes things don't change. And I know, like, in these podcast episodes, I'm always saying, like, change is constant. Change is good. Accept change. Learn how to learn how to adapt to change. Or five ways to learn how to get to be easy with change. Because <clears throat> I don't like change. And there are some people who are the opposite. There are some people who don't like things. Would that be the opposite? That stay the same? Yeah. Some people are so obsessed with being upset over things being exactly the same and they talk they talk about it 
they vent about it. They just yell to the rooftops about how tired they are of things being exactly how they always were. And sometimes in life, things don't change and you have to accept them as they are. A lot of people choose to put up boundaries and not deal with people who won't change. But in some situations, some relationships, you won't be able to be like, oh, I'm not going to deal with my dad because he won't change. Or I'm not going to talk to my mom because she won't change. Or my grandma won't change. My best friend won't change. Now, when it comes to bestie, she might can get cut. But when it comes to family, for me, family ties are close. And someone like my mother or my father or someone I'm immediately close to, I'm not just not going to deal with you because you won't change. I'm going to have to set up boundaries of how I can accept you and how I can be around you and still accept the fact that you won't change because that is who you are. And that is the exception that I make for some people. I will still accept you and be there, but there is going to be boundaries in place so I don't feel drained. And some people don't understand that, you know, some things will be to the point where it's like, you know what, this is like beating a dead horse. I'm going to have to accept it for what it is and move on. In a positive light, you will be able to establish boundaries to move on. That's the only way you'll be able to move on. If not, you're going to continue to be drained and do the same thing on the same roller coaster. A person can ride the same roller coaster all they want to. It doesn't mean you have to sit beside them. It does not mean you have to partake in whatever shenanigans they've been, put, they've been doing for the past five years. If that's how they are and that's how they want to live the rest of their life, and so be it. But what do you want to do? What What is your way of evolving? And I feel like people get caught up in the rut of life because they're living the way people think they want them to live. Or they're doing what someone would appreciate them to do. They're doing what they feel is right in the eyes of whoever they're doing it for. And that's not how you live. Some of the most religious people in the world... I feel like live life like God would not want them to. If you're, if we're talking religion, God gave you life and he said, this is your life. Go do as you please. Just honor me in the ways that I require. Okay, cool. You know, not being disrespectful, not out here, just doing things that are so against mankind, like just being an all around decent person and realizing that, okay, I'm God. I'm the one who gave you life. That's respect. But he did not tell you to go out here and be a soldier for someone who clearly is not living their life by good values. He didn't tell you that you have to to obey something that's considered nonsense or put up with something that's considered draining to you. He would never want you to deal with something that doesn't feel good to your mind and your soul. Like He would never want you to put up with that. Why? Why would he make you, why would he do that? Why would he say, why would he put you in a situation where you have to be somewhere that makes you uncomfortable, doesn't make you feel good? Nobody who put you here would want you to live life uncomfortably. Like that's, that's ludicrous. So getting back to the topic, because I went left field. Sometimes in life, you're dealt a deck of cards and you have to play them accordingly and you can be supportive and be around your loved ones. But there has to be boundaries, y'all, because it doesn't matter whether a person has the same exact DNA as you. They could be draining. They could be aggravating. They could be a lot to handle. And God would not want you with that struggle or whoever you pray to at night would not want you to feel that. 
pain or that hurt or that neglect or that disrespect, whatever it is, it's negative. And you weren't put here to live a negative life or to feel bad. So why not figure out ways to feel good? Talking about it and hashing about it constantly, 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 the people who are around you is not going to change it. You have to change you because that person's not going to change either. It's kind of like our many, many failed talking stages. We keep going back. We keep talking to them, expecting them to change, asking our homegirls, when do you think he's going to change? He's not. When are you going to change? We're waiting. Like, he's he's good. In the eyes of him, he doesn't think anything's wrong with him. In the eyes of your mom, she thinks everything is cool. In the eyes of your dad, he thinks everything is gravy. They're not going to change. So what are you going to do? Talk about it? That's not going to do anything. And I know a lot of shit is deep-rooted. And a therapist may have to pull it out of you. You never know. But sitting around and talking about it is not going to get us anywhere. Because some people are the type to talk and listen and listen and listen. And others are the talk like, okay, what's the resolution? How are we going to solve this? Now what? And after a while, I am a good listener. But I'm like, how are we going to solve this? Because you're not going to come to me 87,000 times with the same story. And I have the same answer. And you keep talking because you don't like what I'm saying. And that's not how that works. I hate to sound cliche, but sometimes you have to be the change. (laughs) You have to be the person who who switches shit up. And then after you switch it up, don't talk about it. We get it. We we know why you switched it up. We know why you changed. And that's fine. And people are not going to like change, but they're going to have to adapt. Just like you have to adapt to the fact that they're not going to be a different person. And I'm so passionate about this topic because I feel like in a lot of relationships and situations in my life, I've always had to be the change and not romantic partners just in general. I've had to be the one to be different, to control the entire narrative. And sometimes that can be really healthy for you and the other person. Because sometimes when you change, they change. They're like, okay, we're not going back to what we used to be. I might as well just sit tight for the rodeo because this is it is what it is. And if I love this person, I'm going to be here regardless. I've had to accept things by people that I'm really, really close to. And it is what it is. Like, I love you and I will be there. Now you get on my damn nerves, but I will be there. Controlled, though. I'm not going to feel like your fucking puppet. I'm not going to be running around for you, busting a sweat and going out my way because I know this would please you. In this lifetime, we all have to be selfish. And people always say, well, they're so, she's so selfish. They're so selfish. You have to be. You have to be. Or you're going to end up being overextended people pleaser. And nobody wants that for you. Nobody feels sorry for people like that. Like, I used to feel sorry. Like, oh, my God, her friends and her family just don't understand her. And they just use her. Yeah, to a certain extent, but she's letting them. You're letting people max you out. You handed them the credit card. So I don't I don't feel sorry for you. And you don't get a cookie or a pat on the back or a rub on the shoulder for getting ran over like that when you should have stood up. This world is not nice. It doesn't coddle you for doing things that don't make any sense. 
So you have to put you first and be the change and not expect someone to be what you want them to be all the time. It's asking for an L. Sometimes people try to gain a sense of control by trying to make changes. And then other times people try to regain the feeling of control by ignoring what's happening. And the sad truth is that trying to change something that you cannot only leads to more pain and suffering. Like it literally leads down nowhere street. <laughs> And that's why I said, like, constantly telling a person or talking to a person or trying to mold them and force them to conform the way you want them to literally only leaves you hurt in the end. This can be a big one for relationships. I've seen it oh so many times. And I'm like, you know you can't change that person, right? You just got to do you and let them do them. Talking for what? It's not going to do anything. You're just going to end up being hurt because you put all that extra energy into some shit that you knew wasn't going to change. Or if you didn't know, now you know. So what's a healthy way to deal with things beyond your control? And like I said, you would just have to accept things as they are. The it, it is what it is mindset is so annoying. I know, I know, but it's so much safer than... Forcing a situation to be different when it's not going to be or waiting and expecting for something to magically pop up and be different in the way that you want it to be. I wish we had that much control over our life. But trying to change reality is literally a battle that is guaranteed to lose. And... When you accept things, it allows you to recognize the face of the actual problem but when you're in the moment of something it's hard to see it's hard to see what needs to be changed when you're in this current situation so you kind of have to step, tip a step back and and let it play out to see what about it is the actual problem. Denying reality prevents you from problem solving. So you have to accept things as they are. And accepting things as they are leads us toward a sense of peace and calm. I've never felt more at peace in my workplace than now with being like, hmm, it is what it is. Or it's always like this. Or welcome to the party. <laughs> and I hate to be that way because I'm a diligent worker and I you guys know I talk about myself all the time my work ethic I do not play when it comes to my job like I do what I'm supposed to do no questions about it and in every single setting I've always been in a lead in a lead role and one thing about this job that I hate compared to the other ones are the sense of it's negativity like we know this, how this place is ran. We know what a fire looks like before it gets started. We know what a fire looks like after the building burns down. We know what chaos looks like. So why do we come in here every single day with the same 
attitude that I'm going to complain to the person or I'm going to say something to disturb the person's peace because I just want to complain. I don't want to hear that shit at all. So in, in my workplace, at this workplace, I've had to really establish that it is what it is mindset, whether I'm management, whether I'm busboy, <laughs> busboy, whether I'm busting out in bathrooms, cleaning them, whether I'm answering the phone, whatever role I do at my job, I've had to accept that this is reality. And there's nothing I can do to change it because that's bigger than me. I can walk around saying change, 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 change all day. But if a person over me is not doing the same thing, if we're not on the same accord, what good is that going to do for me? Nothing. So I feel like that ticks me off when I'm calm and I'm steady and I'm at peace with the fact that everything around me is on fire and I'm good. And people try to drag my ass in there. And that's that's why you really have to find peace in your mind because somebody will try to steal that from you. You will be sitting there sipping on a coffee cup, looking at a computer screen and somebody walks up and is like, Oh my God, da, 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 we never did it. We did it. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, did you not just see me over here in my own little box? So when it comes to peace, I do not play. I will not talk to you. I will not deal with you. I will stare at you if you're trying to rob me of my joy. I will because I've worked so hard to not feel a burden for the things around me. It is what it is. Again, there's nothing you can do about something that's steady chaos it's the same thing every single day you complaining on monday isn't going to make thursday any different you complaining on thursday and come back in on saturday guess what we still ain't got no toilet paper like it doesn't make a difference so i always feel like accepting things when they are leading us to peace is my favorite tier that i wrote down because that's how that's how you that's how you really become at peace and calm and tranquil and serene is when you're like, okay, this is how this is. And I'm just going to do what I can and go home. And I can only show up as myself for myself. I can't control that you're having a bad morning this morning and you putting it on me is not going to make your morning any better. Misery loves company, y'all. And my mom used to always tell me that. And as a kid, you know, you hear misery loves company, you don't know what they're talking about. You don't know what that means. But as an adult, Oh, you want me to be upset and shaking in my boots because you don't have what you need for your service. Or you want me to be upset and shaking in your boots because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. No, I will not. I will still choose peace because I meditated this morning and I ate my Wheaties and I have my coffee and I did my 30 minute workout or I read my book before I came in today or I journaled. You're not finna steal my joy. Sometimes... A person breaking your soul could literally just be a person who is set out to say to say one comment that's going to tick you off and set the tone for your entire day. And people like that, I don't I don't like. <laughs> and that's just me being honest. Like you hear break my soul, not the song, but just just the, you know, the phrase you hear like a person trying to break your soul or, or steal your joy or. Piss on your pissing your cornflakes, that's the saying. Yeah, whatever. Make you upset and you're like, okay, this has to be something drastic that they're doing. No, it could literally be a person saying one line, one comment, and it really just sends you to the moon. And I've had people like that around me. Like, you just get on my fucking nerves. Every time I see you, it's never nothing good. Get away from me. So, yeah. Sorry, that I went on a tangent with that one. But I want to give you guys, as I always do, you know, at the end of episodes, I always give you a solution. 
or some advice. And here's some advice on how to accept things as they are. We kind of already ran through them, but just noticing when you're trying to change or deny things that can't be changed. And some of those thoughts could be, oh my God, this is not fair. Why is this happening to me? It shouldn't be this way. That is like early trigger signs of emotions and anger and frustration of like things that are stagnant and are going to be the same. So just being able to call yourself out and say, oh, wait, this is me trying to change reality again. I think I'm Thanos. Yeah. Remind yourself that it is what it is again, and there is something you can do to change it right now. And even if that takes you saying it is what it is, it is what it is, it is what it is, 85 million times in your head. Because I, I I do that sometimes at work when I forget, like, when I slip up and I'm like, oh my God, like, this is kind of bad. I really have to put my gear on again. Like, no, this is bad, but we know, we know how this go. So it is what it is. Again, allow yourself to feel sad and disappointed. Feelings are healthy. But at the same time, still, it, like, have that sense of acceptance so you're at peace. Like, you can feel the emotions behind being, you know, a little bit disappointed in something that doesn't, like, it's not, if it doesn't go how you want it to go, you can be disappointed, but still be accepting. Don't be delusional about the situation. And the only example I can think of right now is with relationships. When they go south, when they go bad, when they go sour, you know... It is disappointing. It does hurt. But you have to accept that it is what it is. And it has happened for a reason. And that's where you find peace and tranquility. When you're like, okay, this isn't working out. But this is also the truth. You know, do you want to live in a fantasy world where it's not working out, but you're trying to reverse it and think that it will? That's uncomfortable. And it could be even more disappointing. And I think that's why people get so disappointed when they go back to a dead situation and it's still dead. Because you didn't accept anything. It's not the longing for, oh, this person has been gone for so long and I'm just so sad. No, you still haven't accepted that it's, they're gone. And going off a little left field, but that was, I figured out with some soul searching, that was where most of my hurt was coming from. With my last flinging, it wasn't the fact that, oh my God, this person knew me so well and I'm just so, 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 so hurt because, because I wanted it to work so bad and they were so close. No, it's me not accepting that it was so close, but it wasn't it. It's me not accepting that I'm not getting that back. And next caller, acceptance is acceptance equals peace. And you won't know true peace until you accept. And then lastly, seek out social support. And that doesn't mean get on Instagram and tell everybody your fucking business. That means engage in self-care activities that help you cope with these feelings and things that help you not escape, but improve your mood. Um, there's something you can do out here other than just sit around and scroll, other than just try to be the change all the time or sit around and focus on things that aren't going your way. Let's figure out how to navigate life and celebrate the wins that are going your way. There's a lot of things that go left. I was literally on the phone with my friend yesterday and I was just like, I've been fucking up. <laughs> I've been fucking up for four weeks. I did and did some things and not even like bad things, just shit that I know I shouldn't have been doing, especially doing no damn Mercury retrograde. But I just feel like I've been taking a lot of L's 
or just kind of like not being smart about things of choices I make. And it's it's definitely my fault, mostly, sometimes. But I was just telling her like, um, in the midst of me taking all these L's, I can't stop. You know, you do a little bit of self-care and you hop, you get right back into it. And that's just the way life works. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's segment. I did. Ooh, burp. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I always enjoy recording things that I have to talk about. And um, like I said, this is a great release for me. It feels pretty good to be able to just like let it out. And I, I journal too. So this isn't the only place where I burn up my ideas and thoughts out loud or on paper and things like that. Um, but basically when it comes to change and when it comes to life and things being the same, you got to lay low until it all plays out the way it needs to. Because I was journaling the other day and I was just like, man, I am so damn ready to be done with school. I don't know what to do. I'm tired. I'm over it. And my best friend was like, you've been tired of school since it started. I've never liked school. <laughs> I'm smart as a whip and I love to learn. But the act of going and being social and just like doing it every single day. Like if I could do school and do it when I wanted to, oh, absolutely. That'd be great. But it's just the act of me knowing I have to have my butt somewhere from five to 10 and it's not, and it's mandatory. It's too controlled. And of course you have to have education to make more money in life, duh. But I just don't like that sense of control with anything in my life of you have to be here unless it's about money because I love money. But this is about money. And if I was looking at it from about money from the beginning, maybe I would have been more reluctant to go. But I've been looking at it from like a, oh my God, I have to sit here and be here for five hours of my day when I'm normally in my bed by this time, looking at TV or reading. Yeah, so my old lady be kicking in and I'd be like, I don't want to be here. But even with that, I was just like, why, why is life so stagnant? Why can I escape this? I could I can't change this right now. I can't escape it. All I can do is accept it. So if you guys would please leave um ratings and reviews for this episode and share it with your family and friends, I would dear, dearly 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 appreciate that. And of course, as always, We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Until next time.